And we are back. We are here for the first 2023 podcast of the Finance Bible series. Yes, we are recording this on the 20th of Jan, almost the start of Feb, so we are probably a month late, but got to start somewhere. I am joined with Zeke Goontroth to my left, and if you've forgotten who I am, my name is Oscar. Um, Oscar Dolan. Yeah, but if we're doing last names, that is two first names. Middle names as well. I've actually got four first names now that I think of it. Lewis McKenzie. Mm. Oh, welcome to 2020-23. The year to... Oh, if you could describe... My sister was doing this thing over the period over the Christmas period was describing one word what you want your 2023 to be. I did a hyphenation. Oh, classic. You found I a did, little loophole there. I did level up. Level up? Level up. Oh. So that's me personally. What would you, what would you say yours would be? Hmm... I, st- I stumbled you on, on the set, mate. So many words. <laughs> Just one word. Just so many. Oh, I'm going to I'm gonna have to come back to that one towards the end of the podcast oh. because uh, at the moment I've got exponential in my head, but I feel like there's a better word that I can utilise. It feels like a little word for me. Yeah, okay. fair enough. Well, it feels like it's not enough. Yeah, you want something with a bang. Exponential. You can do a hyphenation Nothing. if you really want. What are we focusing on today? I think... The year 2023, 2023. Why are you saying 2023? That's what it is. It's not. It's 2023. It's the year to be. It's the year for me. You know, you've got to get up and about. You've got to start it off well. You've got to plan the year. You've just got to get into it. You've just got to go. hundred percent. And I think that starts with, well, for myself and I think you've done the same, uh, goal setting. So every year, every new year, you know, you, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, everyone says, what are your New Year's resolutions? Um, new Year's resolutions are an interesting one. A lot of people set goals just for New Year's resolutions and never go towards them. Like they just set them for one day and they're motivated for one day. It's pretty rare for people to actually follow through the goals, you know, for the for the whole year. Um, few ways you can actually follow through is don't just make long term goals like a, you know, I, I want to buy a Rolex by the end of the year. You need to do short term, which might be you know, in the next month, one or two months. Medium term, six to seven months. Long term can be you know, twelve to twenty four months. So you know, you set some goals and you strive towards them. So you might have. Um, you might want to save for a house deposit, let's say. So your short-term goal could be, all right, I want to save $10,000 um, before April, for example. When you hit April, you save 10 grand. Perfect, that one's ticked, you're on your way. And your middle goal might be you want to save you know, 25 by July. Get to July, 25 tick. Um, you keep going until the end goal. Um, and it's a good way to keep yourself accountable. Uh, and it's not just for a home deposit. It can literally work with anything. For anything quantitative and quantity related, I think the best way to set a goal is to forward project and um, reverse calculate. So if you're talking something financial, you're talking something, anything to do with numbers, you've got a goal, house deposit, 50 grand by December. Okay, so that's my 12 month goal. Um, That's my long term. What do I do? Medium, short, everything in between. So halfway June, you're going to want about 25 grand because it's halfway. If you're going to um, 
month three, you're going to want um, half of the half, obviously, which is about 12 and a half grand. You can break it down to figure out weekly how much you need to save. Same things with a lot of people go to uh, weight loss when it's the new year. They get excited. They want to lose weight. They're ready to be hot and sexy for the next mm, summer. 100%. Um, if your goal is to drop 10 kilos before summer, um, when is summer? That's November, isn't it? October. No, no, December. no, no November, December, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I'm no. shocking with those like seasons. They're so random. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't work at them at all. I know winter's well, Europe, June. Europe summer's in June, July. Well, winter's June, July, August because it starts on my birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, best time of the year, my birthday, winter, cold, halfway through the year, June the 1st. You're probably the only bloke who loves the cold. If there's any anyone out there at all, male, female, anything in between, just um, flick me a message and let me know you like the cold because I, I have been getting gung up on. Um, <laughs> you pick anybody abused on the DMs I like last year. Um but if you want to lose 10 kilos by summer, let's we'll just say it's um, say it, it begins on December 1. You've now got roughly 11 months, or not even now because it's late January, to get that done. So how many kilos do you need to lose per month? And then how, might, how many grams do you have to lose per week? Um, to do that, uh, what sort of caloric deficit do you need to actually achieve that? You break down the numbers. Or game, game weight, like for myself, I'm all about getting Yeah, Oscar's a bit malnourished after the break and try, try to put some size back on the poor bloke. <laughs> no good. But yeah, goal setting, you've, you've just got to, that's a good way to do it in numbers, forward project and then bring it back and mm. break it down. Uh, if it's not numbers orientated, how would you how would you go about it? For example, you want to go to the gym more or you want to, or, but then you bring it back to numbers again, I want to go seven 10 times a month. Yeah. yeah. For myself, uh, towards probably middle to end of last year, I was reading a lot of books. I was doing a lot of self-development uh, because I kept waking up, you know, for work at around you know, 6.37, feeling very sluggish, happy shower, get dressed, go to work, wanting to go to the gym when I get home. Most of the time, I don't finish work when I'm aiming to finish work, so I get home pretty late and then I'm tired and go to bed, which a lot of people I've noticed fall into that trap. Um, so I wanted to kind of get out of that little mindset and, you know, we always mention the rat race. This is a different type of a rat race and take advantage of the 24 hours a day. So what I started doing and really in 2023, I've really focused on this a lot is setting a time each morning to get up, each morning to go to the gym, each morning to come back, maybe have a swim, read a book, um, bit of self-development time all before you go to work. And then after work, you come back and you have all this free time that you don't have to go to the gym because you already did it in the morning. Um, and you can kind of just spend time with your friends, your loved ones, by yourself. You know, you might want to work on a side hustle, but it gives a lot of opportunity. Like I'm waking up at around 4.30, 5 o'clock most mornings, and you are as well. But if you wake up around then, you know, you go to the gym or whatever you do, you might like reading early or meditating. Or morning swim. Morning swim is always great. But you come back home at around 6.30, after you might have done everything and you feel like you've already bloody smashed the day out but it hasn't even started um, and you go to work you're you're mentally up and about like you are bloody fired up especially if, if you have a cold shower um, i am i love cold showers. cold showers at the moment or even just a cold dip in the ocean if it's a cold morning um, easier if you live in uh, coastal cities like sydney or up north and gold coast for example a um, bit hard if you're in victoria i know the the oceans there 
bloody freezing on a bloody morning. You just got to cop it. it jump in. But yeah, um, you know, putting time aside for yourself. Get up early. Do what you want. Do what makes you feel good. Um, and that will really help you excel um, mentally as well as career-wise at work. Another big one is sleep. Mm. The amount of time that you spend in bed or you spend sleeping, that kind of thing. I have noticed with the, the average cycle being one and a half hours for your heavy, deep RAM, all of that kind of stuff, I will either A, limit myself to four and a half hours sleep a day or six hours sleep a day. <laughs> and you, what was that sleep routine you were doing for like a month and then you just died? I didn't die. I just got, it got inconvenient. Can you, can you explain it? All right. So the best sleeping routine you can have, hands down, full stop, non-negotiable, non-debatable, scientifically proven, is three hours sleep at night time, followed by two half an hour or 20 minute naps during the day. What? So let's say you go to bed at 7 p.m., wake oh, up at 10. No, that's ridiculous. You'd go to bed at midnight. Uh, midnight to 3 a.m. Midnight till 3. And then you go to the gym or you're up and yep. about. You go to the gym, you read books, you do work, you, you create something, you do something. Productivity levels through the roof. Um, so then you've, you've done all of that. Now, generally, you'll leave for work at 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock or something. So you've got to make sure you come home, have a shower, and you go to sleep again uh, for a quick 20 minutes before you leave for work. Have your brekkie, get all that stuff done, go to work, come home, quick 20-minute nap again whenever you get home. So let's say that's 5 o'clock or 6 o'clock, whatever it is. Stay up until midnight, sleep. Works to, a charm. To be honest, I think this only lasted you like three days. I got, no, I got. I think it was only three days. I probably got a week and a half in. But the problem was I had meetings at like stupid times and I couldn't have my 20 minute naps or there'd just be dumb things happening. Or I'd go out, go out for a night out and then I don't come home until 6 a.m. and I've missed my whole sleeping period. And then I was like, yeah. And that was just game over. So to do that, you've got to be in a position where you can consistently do it. Otherwise, it will not work and it'll stuff you up trying to get back to mm. what's supposedly normal. Yeah, um, I think a lot of people tend to, you know, they have to get their eight hours of sleep. I was like that. I was always programmed myself that if I didn't get eight hours, I'd be cranky and a bit of a dog. But I'm more angry the more I sleep. Yeah, now I am because I just shifted it. So now I probably only need like you know, five probably five hours and I'm fine. Um, it's just a mental switch you got to do yourself. Like it's all, literally it's all mindset. So if you if you are listening to us right now and you you have to sleep eight hours and you really like the sound of getting up early. But you, you think you have can't. to sleep eight hours. Yeah, you think you have to sleep, but you physically can't get up early. Um, just slowly decrease your amount of sleep time. So if you eight hours, change it to seven and a half and then gradually decrease it until you're up around 5.36 so you can get the most out of your day and not have to be stressing when you get home and rushing and really um, you know, wasting your night with things you don't want to be doing. So it can be done. You just got to really take control and really be dedicated to it. And then literally, um, yeah, the benefits are quite extraordinary. If you are trying to make a change, I think the best way to do make it be... change. <laughs> Okay, I think the best way to do it oh, I just can't, can't would be 11 p.m. till 5 a.m. for sleeping. You get four full cycles in there. You wake up, but when you wake up, you need to get out of bed. If you lay there, you go on your phone, you go on TikTok. Well, it's, well it's funny you said that. We have a 
someone in this house who gets not you, someone someone else in this house who claims he gets up every morning at six a.m. Um, but he always claims it and never actually gets out of bed until seven thirty. So he's it's just lying in bed on his phone for an hour and a half. So if yeah, you get up early, get out of bed because if you're on your phone for an hour and a half before work, I don't, like personally, I get drained if I'm on my phone for that long. I get angry. Yeah, it's you know you want to get out, get rid of your technology for a couple of hours before you get into the day. Yeah. So summing up that bit, go to sleep, wake up, try to try to reduce your hours slept to around the six mark. It's probably the happy medium for people unless you're going to go and try the thing that i recommend which is just crazy crazily wonderful and make sure you get out of bed when you wake up you can't just get out of wake up and go on your phone mm. that brings me to the next point oh. productivity hours or time spent doing unproductive ridiculous shit. Uh, yeah i agree i'm That's talking good. TikTok. i'm talking <laughs> just laying there i'm talking I don't even we know. found ourselves guilty of that the other night when we came home from work. We were bloody just like cooked, and we all were on the couch us, for yeah. literally an hour. All three of us on our own phone, just scrolling TikTok, and then we got up. We Showing each like, other videos. What the, that, that is so shit. Yeah, it was ridiculous. So bad. Um, but yeah, that it just they just the way they work is they just try and bring you into the app, and it works. So yeah, I've just got Torna Dan's Levita playing all day on my TikTok with Top G just standing there. And you're just watching videos, watching videos, and then you get Libby Dunn pop up or whatever it is. You love Libby Dunn. And you can't, you can't get off your phone. You, as soon as you, you hit that five-minute mark, you're trapped. So to combat that, um, I'm not sure with Androids, but Apple got a um, social media time restrictor you can set. Yeah, these have So if you really do struggle with social media, um, which everyone you know, from this, from you know, who's 18 to or even the younger people now, but a lot of people, millennials have this issue. Um, definitely get that time limit on because it will really make you aware of how much time you really are spending on these apps. When you could be, you know, making a business plan, calling up a friend, trying to draft, you know, a little side hustle together and um, make extra money for yourself or go for a run, do things that you love, might be hiking, might be, going for drinks with your friends or just really um, living up. Whenever you're on TikTok or whatever it is, I want you to just sit there and think to yourself, what am I doing right now to better myself? You will instantly, yeah. I, I hate to do it to you, but you'll instantly feel like a piece of crap and be like, okay, I've just been sitting here on my phone for 40 minutes when I could have done 400 push-ups in that time. Mm. Like, what am I actually doing? Yeah, and um, I guess productivity as well. Another one which which I'm a big advocate of, uh, I'm a big, and you are a big Goggins fan, mm. David Goggins, buddy, unbelievable, what a man. But um, he he's a big, big believer of this, of sign up to something you'd never think of actually doing. So if you're a shocking runner, like you hate running, sign up to a marathon. Like it sounds ridiculous. Like if you've never ran, you sign up to a marathon. Like you sound like an absolute idiot, but those things put you out of your comfort zone. And like we said earlier, at goal setting, if you have a marathon in six months, well, you're gonna have to do some short-term, medium, long-term goals to try and get enough Ks in your legs so you can run, you know, the 40 odd Ks that the marathon is. Um, you know, that's just one example. Another one might just be um, enter a buddy CrossFit games or skydive, so many different things. 
you don't like being in, in social situations on your own or you, you're uncomfortable, go out for a night out on your own mm. with no friends and just mingle. Don't have um, to drink, but just try yeah. and meet friends. You you don't like going to the gym? Book yourself one of those air locker or F45 sessions and just turn up. I guarantee you once you spend the $100 on a lesson or whatever it is, you're going to rock up. You're going to do it. You'll probably enjoy it. Yeah. So just getting out of the comfort zone because you might start the year off um, one way, but it's the way you grow over the 2023 period. Um, and by the end of this year, you might look back and say, wow, I can't believe I've you know, joined this, which made me meet all these friends and made me get out of my comfort zone. And now I love doing this. So it can literally um, change change the way you perceive everything. Yeah, I've, um, I've got myself in the habit now. I find myself time wasting. Whenever I actually do that, I'll punish myself. I'll sit there and get on the ground and do some push-ups to teach myself a lesson. Another one is... We'll talk about, you know, we are the finance Bible. This one is more financially um, correct. So uh, budgeting, looking at your finances, um, it might be simplifying your different accounts. So you might have, you know, 15 bank accounts, which all your money goes to. You divide your pay up evenly into those 15 accounts and it's just way too many things going on. You might want to just simplify it, do some research, figure out the best ways to do it. Uh, There are a lot of influencers out there as well who have different ways of allocating money to their accounts so you might just simplify it to five five or six different accounts it might be your savings spending um you know short-term savings and emergency fund for example i think 34 or something but really have a look at what you were spending most of your money on last year might be going out see if you can cut that down the 20 percent because that extra 20 percent that you're saving money could go towards investing in shares, in property, um, really building up the lifestyle for your future you. So, you know, right now, you don't, you don't really care because the majority of all of us listening are millennials, so we're all you know, quite young. Um, so we're not really thinking about when we are 16 when we can access our super. So the more we do now, the better we'll be off in the future. Another one is education. I'm a huge believer that every year you should try and learn something completely new and roll into something you, you're interested in. Read books about something you're interested in or, or you've got no, no idea about. For example, with me, something I was absolutely hopeless at, had no idea anything about a good four years ago, um, was psychology, mental health, all of that kind of stuff, which is kind of a, an important thing in, in today's world, unfortunately. I took it upon myself to learn a lot about that read a lot of books, educate myself on how that works, how people think, what their brain structures are made of, all of that kind of stuff, just because I had no idea. If there's anything out there that you're absolutely hopeless at, you've got no idea, or you're just interested in, and roll into it. Learn about it. I guarantee you that Oscar and I will both be doing the same thing this year. What it will be, I'm not sure yet. It'll come to me when I get gobsmacked by something coming week or two. But mm. Yeah, like reading. I think reading's a big, a big fact. I'm not... You know, a lot of people don't really like physical books, but I love physical books as opposed to an audiobook. This year, I'm trying to read a book a month, which you know, it depends on obviously the book size, but it can be quite simple for a lot of people. But for me, I normally take quite a while to read one book. So a book a month, I almost finished my first book for the month, uh, which is The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, oh, very uh, which good is actually book. a great book. I remember reading that in year seven. Yeah, very good. <laughs> That's when I read Rich Dad Poor Dad, another good book. Oh, yes. You know, highly effective habits. It's actually a, a great book. We did a, um, we had to do 
an assignment actually on that book. And it's actually a leak to do an assignment. Right? Oh, I can't remember it at all, but we had to do an assignment on it and create your own some, tree. Something about utilizing the habits and oh no, it was how we had to apply it to how a celebrity of our choice um, shows those habits. Let me guess how you did, Bieber. No, the Efron. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of the two. Yeah, so I did it on Efron back in the day, and he was just—he's a highly effective human being. <laughs> he's unreal. Um, but yeah, look, do put put goals towards yourself. Like for example, what I did the one book a month. It might be three workouts a week. It might be seeing five friends a week. It might be you know, having a dinner with your parents once a week. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of different ways you can do it, but setting those um, for yourself will really make 2023 a good year for yourself not just you know physically um, but also mentally and goal goal driven wise the final one for me we are the finance bible this is completely not finance related this episode <laughs> why not throw a little bit in there sorry guys you might have been enjoying one without finance or getting beaten up but here we are setting up a budget or a new cash flow or something like that for the year super important just review all your bank accounts. Have a look at what you spent last year. Have a look at the way your money comes in. Does it need a little restructure? Um, for example, I looked through my stuff last year and the amount of money I spent on entertainment was absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. I can imagine. Like, we're talking over $25,000 in entertainment. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> so That includes your trip, though. It includes that, though. Oh, yeah, it includes a lot of things. But um, well, You're going to Canada in a couple of months, so... Uh... <laughs> good luck to your budget yeah but I, I can factor that in the um that was an eye-opener for me and i went okay so i'm really really needing to change something up here and here i am trying to figure it out and we're just gonna kind of roll with the punches that's it but yeah look take the time if you are in a relationship if you are married if you have kids set aside maybe um you know, once a month get on the get a glass of wine, sit at your dinner table, get your laptop out and just punch it out for a couple of hours. Go through all your expenses, figure out where you have really gone off in spending. A lot of the apps actually show you, like ComBank app will show you in categories where you are spending the most money. So they um, categorize it in like groceries, entertainment, um, petrol, bills, etc. cetera. Uh, so that's probably where you saw your entertainment, uh, Zeke. But yeah, there's a lot of different ways your app, your banks will show you. Um, I'm only aware with ComBank because I bank with them, or I did, so they showed me. Um, now I'm actually with UpBank. They're good. They're good for goal setting. If anyone uh, is a bit skeptical of going to UpBank, if you're looking for savings goals, highly recommend it. It is very good. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's all to start the 2023 year off with the bank. The final thing I want to leave oh, you with for, more. for 2023 is. Take your, take your partner on a date. <laughs> right, that's very, very Just nice, but very random. Take him on a date, keep things happy, and on that date, review your finances. Oh, yeah, I knew something was coming. That's all. Enjoy your 2020-23. Hopefully, it's uh, the best year so far for, for all our listeners. Oh, hang on, hang on. What was your word? Oh, you said you are going to get the word. Cakes. Um, all right, 2020-23, going to be... One word, prosperous. Very nice. Mm. Very good. That's better than uh, exponential. Mm, that is. Yeah. All right, everyone, think of your word for 2020-23. Yeah.
have a great year and hopefully everything goes well for you. See you later.